How do you estimate calories in a strength training workout? How do you estimate the number of calories burned through NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis? And uh, a whole lot of other questions answered today. We're gonna be going deep into this. We've had some really good questions come through. So stick around if you want answers. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I'm one of the co-founders of Unity Gym and co-creators of the UMS, the Unify Movement System, where we turn driven people into superhumans. And the way we get such amazing results with our members is that we've created a program that has a balance between strength and flexibility. If you want to know how we do it, download one of the free blueprints, the strength blueprint, the flexibility blueprint, or the nutrition blueprint. Or even better, come and join our Facebook group, the UMS Movement Mastermind, where we record these podcasts live and uh, people ask us questions and we interact with them. So... Today, I'm actually answering, the whole show is built around um, uh, some questions from Aiden, uh, one of our UMS online coaching members. And um, it ties in with our, uh, with our health hierarchy of needs. So I hope that uh, a lot of you have heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs talks about um, that as a human being that we need, um, you know, there's certain things that need to be met uh, in order for us to move on to the higher levels in life. Well, we've identified a health hierarchy of needs and it goes like this. Motivation is at the uh, bottom. You, you first need to turn uh, your goals, that, which is the spark that ignites the fire, you need to turn that into a raging inferno. You need to have a very high level of motivation that's gonna carry through any obstacles that life um, throws at you. Second, we need a daily habit of movement. So you need to really form that daily habit of movement. Third, we have nutrition. We've got to optimize nutrition for performance. Third, we can move into physique, where we start sculpting the body that we want. We need to get into a, a good body fat percentage and uh, you know make sure that our body is capable of moving at a higher level without risk of uh, injury. And then finally, we have movement mastery. So today we're gonna to be talking a little bit more about nutrition, and uh, unfortunately, I don't have my brother Yanni with me here today. And uh, which means that whenever I have a sip of my coffee, which this is my coffee break, um, you're gonna hear a stop in me talking because normally I get to sip my coffee while Yanni's talking. Um, and the reason why we don't have Yanni here today is for those of you that, that don't know, um, Yanni actually injured his eye a few weeks ago. And unfortunately, um, the eye, you know, it, it forms a scab. Um, and the scab came off last night in his sleep. He was doing everything right. He was putting all the ointment in and the eye drops and everything, and it still came off, which is excruciatingly painful, and he has to go back to the emergency room. So send some love Yanni's way, because he is, you know, he did uh, this injury originally. Um, you know, his son uh, dived at him and, and poked him in the eye with um, uh, with his fingernail a couple of years ago. But then when we were doing these renovations, Yanni was up in the roof and he got some dust in his eyes uh, and, and that aggravated the scar tissue, uh, which is how this whole thing started. And it all, it all comes honestly from Yanni doing jobs that very, very few people would do. He's, a, uh, he's an absolute workhorse and he is the 
um, the backbone of Unity Gym, you know, he's the guy that um, that comes up with all these uh, great plans for, for our renovations and for the things that grow our business. So spare a thought, um, send him some love. He is in the emergency department right now at hospital uh, and he definitely needs um, um, some love. So uh, what, what I'm, what I'm going to be talking about today, um, Aidan Potts, one of our legends in the UMS online coaching group, has asked some really good questions about... Uh, about nutrition and diet and, and a couple of different things. So let me just have another sip of my coffee. And um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to actually, I'm going to quickly share this um, stream. For those of you that are watching, if you want to help us, share this stream to, um, um, to Facebook or to wherever it is that you, uh, you know, want to share it and help your friends with, because this is the stuff that I'm going to answer today. A lot of people have these questions and they're really good questions. Oh God, Google's listening to me. Bloody, bloody Google, man. They know everything, don't they? <laughs> All right. So shut up, Google. Bloody hell. <laughs> um, okay. Let's move, move that over there. So. The first question Aiden has is number one, how, so this all comes from, you know, we were talking about um, with nutrition, we started talking about calories um, a, a week ago or two weeks ago, um, you know, and, and tracking calories. You know, when we do, when we, um, what we teach people with nutrition is that one of the first things that you need to do if you really, really want to get on on top of your uh, nutrition, um, we have five goals, and the, um, the 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 goals are that we have for nutrition is uh, to learn how to track and monitor calories using uh, the My Fitness Pal app or one of the other. Um, uh, apps that you can have. Uh, number two is to get a DEXA scan and build your diet around your personal uh, caloric and macro needs. Number three is learn how to add variety and reduce processed foods. And uh, number four is uh, learn what nutrition supplements are important and where to get them. And um, then we have uh, create a healthy um, gut microbiome. Okay. So what we when we were talking about all that we had aiden came through with a couple of really good questions and the first one today is that he has is how do you estimate calories in a strength training workout typically my apple watch picks up 750 calories for the foundations workouts now before i answer these questions i'm just going to frame a couple of things first thing is i'm not a nutritionist so any advice that i give should be taken anecdotally i am not do not take this as a um, as, as sound nutrition advice. But what I am is a personal trainer um, who's been in the industry for about 17 years and I've been very, I've been very systematic in learning about nutrition and how it affects my body and my clients' bodies so that we can create optimal health. And I've learned from some very, very, very knowledgeable people. So the people that I'm, uh, that have, that uh, notably that I've learned from that have really, um, you know, uh, given me the knowledge that I've had, probably at the top of the list is Tony Bataji. Um, Tony is, uh, he has a PhD in uh, metabolic research. 
Uh, he has a nutrition uh, degree and uh, exercise and sports science degree, and he is just in a world of wealth. He re- uh, sorry, a wealth of knowledge. He um he reads a lot of peer-reviewed research papers every week, so he's always up to up to date with the latest research. Uh, and he's a friend of ours uh, and and uh, a mentor of ours as well. So I've, I'm lucky enough that um, I created a friendship with a lot of our mentors. And so he's been somebody that I've been able to ask questions um, to openly for the last 15 years. So I've learned a hell of a lot from him. And I've done a lot of his courses. I've gone and, and done a lot of, you know, five-day courses with him, the Bataji Fitness Institute, level one, two, and three. Uh, I've done them all uh, twice. Um, then I've also done several talks, as in seminars, you know, where you go and do a two-day workshop with um, um, a couple of professors that are like the, the head of metabolic research um, at, at universities in um, Australia, considered world authorities. Um, Yanni's done some work, uh, gone and done a workshop with a guy named Gary Slater, who's um, considered, you know, at the forefront of protein uh, synthesis uh, research. Um, so we've learned from a lot of a lot of really good people, but so I just want to frame that. I want you guys to understand that uh, I'm not a nutritionist, but the knowledge that I'm passing on to you, this isn't Google knowledge. I didn't just Google this stuff. I learned from people that are really um, up to date with the current research. Okay, so the first thing that I want to say is, you know, how many calories do you burn in a, in a strength training workout? Well, the first thing that to understand is that. Almost all, in, in fact, pretty much all heart rate monitors do not track calories accurately. Um, the only way to accurately track calories is, is in one of those calorie rooms because it's got to do with the amount of oxygen that you consume as well. It's not just your heart rate. So when they get people in those calorie monitoring rooms, that's how they can accurately track how many calories somebody burns. And when they've compared them to even the best heart rate monitors, the um, for steady state cardio, meaning if you just go for a steady run, you know, for an hour or a, or a cycle or something, um, they can be pretty close to accurate, but for strength training and for high intensity interval training, that they're, they're really inaccurate. They're really out of um, uh, they're not you know in in alignment with what's really happening. And so what. Um, I remember being taught by Tony about the amount of calories that you'd burn in a strength training session is that somebody like for the more, the heavier you are, the more muscle mass you have, the more calories you're going to burn. So that's one of the first things. So I weigh 90 kilos. So that's, um, I've always wondered this and always guesstimate. I want to know how many, how many pounds I weigh. 90 kilograms in pounds. So I weigh about a 200 pounds, about 198 um, pounds. And um, so for me, for somebody that's like, you know, uh, 150 pounds or, you know, 55 or 60 kilos or whatever, they're, they're going to burn a lot less calories than I do in a workout. So that's, that's something to understand. Um, but somebody my size, when I asked Tony this question and I told him, oh, my heart rate monitor told me that I burned a thousand calories in that strength training session, he, he, he kind of smiled and, and laughed at me and said, yeah, you would have actually only really burnt about, you know, um, but based on my weight, he said you would have burnt about 200 to 220 calories. And I said, oh, but my heart rate. And he, he went through all the science and all the research as to, as to why that's the case. So Aiden, depending on how much you weigh, 
Um, if your Apple Watch said about two, 750 calories, I would take a stab in the dark and say that you probably really only burnt about 150 to 200 calories. So um, I, I know that Yanni's on this show, but I'm guessing he's probably only listening to it. I don't think he can type because I think he's got his eyes closed. So he might want to jump in and say something. But um, yeah, that's, that's my understanding of the amount of calories that you burn in a strength training workout. Um, it's very, very small. It's very low um, compared to what you can do in steady state cardio or something like that, which is why it's, it's really the only reason as to why we used to think that cardio was better for fat loss than weightlifting. Because as far as, I shouldn't say fat loss, for weight loss, people used to say for weight loss. And the reason why is because generally you can burn more calories in a cardio session than you can in a strength training session, in a weightlifting session, which means that it will be better for weight loss. Because weight loss is a, is a simple equation of calories in versus calories out. Yanni's chimed in here. He's saying the fluctuations in heart rate cause too much noise in the algorithm. That's, that's exactly right. So when you're in steady state cardio, um, it's, it's much easier for the monitors to calculate how many calories you're burning, but the fluctuations in the heart rate that you have when you're doing interval training or weight training, um, it's just too hard for the, for the monitors to calculate and, and you get inaccurate readings, okay? So Hayden Potts is saying, wow, 150 to 200, that's crazy. Thanks for the answer. You're welcome, brother. I'm gonna answer all your questions now, so listen up. Yeah, it is, man. I was, I was shocked as well. I was like, whoa, what, really? Is that all? Like I thought, like I was high-fiving myself. I was like, man, I, I remember how the conversation happened because I went to do one of Tony's courses um, and you know uh, you know we were chatting and Yanni and I always um, geek out with Tony because um, I, when you have a conversation with that dude it is unbelievable how much he knows it's just phenomenal so we always get really into you know trying to pick his brain and, and I said Tony you know I did a I did a strength training session yesterday and I burnt over a thousand calories what do you think on my leg workout and he just kind of laughed at me and he went oh well actually blah 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 and he gave me all the science as to why I didn't and uh, I went through the same thing you did Aiden I was like what 200 calories come on man um, so yeah so that's the answer to your first question um, so yeah, look, those your, your Apple. Uh, in all honesty, I don't know how accurate the Apple watches are because that's a, a really new technology. You know, it's picking up your heart rate from your wrist. Um, I've always used the Polar heart rate monitors where you strap it around your chest, and and I can only imagine that they would be more accurate. I can only imagine that you know having a heart rate monitor strapped to right where your heart is would be more accurate. But I don't know that. Okay, Yanni's saying an average person burns approximately two hundred calories in a strength training workout. Yeah, a very big muscular person burns about four. 400 calories in a 60 minute high intensity resistance training session. Yeah, that's right. So that's that's what I remember as well, Yanni. So um, Aiden, if you've got any other questions about that, let me know. If anybody else does as well, please drop them in the comments and I'll answer them. But let's move on to your next uh, question, Aiden. <coughs> you have to excuse me, guys. <clears throat> I've, um, uh, last week I got a little bit of a cold um, uh, um, and uh, I've just got uh, you know, it's turned into a little throat thing and, and my throat gets a little bit tickly. So I do apologize. Um, so how do you estimate the number of calories burned through NEAT? Um, and Yanni's jumping in saying that's lifting to your maximum effort in, uh, in most sets. Yep, that's right. Yeah, you really have to go for it to get that many calories as well. It's not something that happens easily. How do you estimate the number of calories burned through NEAT? Uh, DEXA scan, brother. The DEXA scan is, it tells you 
Uh, how many calories you're burning through NEAT? I remember asking Tony the exact same question. I said, how do we calculate uh, NEAT for a person? Um, and he said, you don't. Uh, you don't take that into a, a factor when you get a DEXA scan as to how many calories they're burning in a day. Um, that's factored in. Now that said, there's, a, there's some little hacks that you can do um, that will increase your NEAT. Like for example, fidgeting. People that fidget have been proven to, uh, have, sorry, maybe proven isn't the right word, but have shown um, to keep a healthier uh, body composition than people that don't fidget. And the only reason why they can really say that is because uh, it increases their NEAT. Uh, they burn more calories in a day when they're fidgeting. But that said, uh, coming from the guru, coming from Tony, um, uh, when I asked him that question, he said, you don't factor NEAT into your equations. Um, the, the basal metabolic rate or the resting metabolic rate, the RMR, which your DEXA scan tells you, which we're going to go through in a minute for you, um, Aiden, is uh, it, it, it takes that into, into effect. Okay, So you don't worry about NEAT. Um, that's just something that happens. Um, that, that doesn't come into the calculation. Um, Next, we have uh, question number three. What do you recommend for the rate of body fat loss, i.e. one pound per week? Um, if it's easier, what kind of caloric deficit do you recommend? So that's a really good question. And again, I'm getting my answer from Tony, who when I asked him, he just told me what the science says. He told me um, the, what's the word? The objective answer, okay? So this is uh, an objective answer that comes from Tony. Tony told me that somebody my size can lose about 1.5 kilograms of fat per week. So that would be about three to three and a half pounds of fat per week. But, and that's, that's healthy fat loss. No, uh, sorry, sorry. It was 700 grams to 1.5 kilograms or 700 grams to 1.2 kilograms of fat per week. But... That's if you get everything right, okay? That means you don't do anything wrong, like it all comes together for you. And that's considered healthy fat loss. That's considered the amount, so that's so, so 700 grams to, uh, let's call it 1.5 kilograms. Um, don't, uh, don't take that to the bank, but it was, it was either 700 to 1.2 or it was 700 grams to, to 1.5. So in pounds, it's about, about one and a half pounds to three pounds a week. Um, <clears throat> So, and again, that variance comes from body size. It, it's how big you are and how much weight you have to lose. So that's fat loss. That's not weight loss, okay? Because weight loss is muscle, is uh, water retention in the cells, in the fat cells, is, is fat. Um, it's everything. That's what weight loss is. This is fat loss. Because some people will say, well, hang on a minute. You know, I've got a friend who, who lost five pounds a week for six weeks or whatever, or, or eight pounds a week, or whatever it is. Yeah, people do. People lose a lot of weight, but um, it's not fat loss, okay? Healthy fat loss is, um, is that amount, okay? So... Um, but to, and to get that, you've got to get everything right. You've really got to, you know, get on top of all of the nutrition steps that we've spoken about. So, um, let me, I'm just looking at your question here. Um, and you're saying, so what do I recommend for the rate of body fat loss um, in pounds? Um, yeah, man, I would recommend, uh, you know, 1.5 to 3 pounds a week um, would be a good goal to have. Uh, and that is... For a lot of people, they think, oh, man, are you kidding me? You know, like I've got, I've, I've got 60 pounds I want to lose. You know, like how many weeks is that going to take me? Well, you know, we're not talking rapid fat loss. 
that comes back as quick as it goes. We're talking about um, long-term sustainable results, you know, making a change in your body. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. So um, Aiden's saying, I recently got a DEXA scam and got uh, 1,955 uh, calories for my resting metabolic rate, RMR, um, and 14.9% uh, for my body fat. My goal is to get to 10% body fat. It's a great goal. So let's just talk about that for a minute for those of you that don't understand what all of that meant. So 1,955 RMR, resting metabolic rate, means that if Aiden sat on a couch all day and didn't move at all, that's how many calories he would burn. Um, or just did the basic things, like just basic um, NEAT that we spoke about before. So um, that is, uh, the majority of that actually comes from brain function and, uh, and digestion. That's where, um, from my understanding, where a, a lot of your uh, resting metabolic rate um, calories come from. So that's what the resting metabolic rate is. Uh, and he wants to get from 14.9% body fat to 10% body fat. And that is a really good goal. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit now. Um, I, Yanni and I and Richard, we really don't like people having a weight loss goal. People like we've seen people say, you know, I'm 210 pounds and I want to get down to 190 pounds or 190 or I just want to get under 200 pounds or whatever it is. That's not a good goal. And that's not a good goal for a couple of reasons. A better goal is I want to, to build muscle whilst I lose fat. So the weight is is meaningless because you could you could even get to two you, you might be 210 pounds and 18 percent body fat as a man which is definitely high for what we want you to be at um, and we could get you to 215 pounds but down to 12 percent body fat and for that to happen you would lose maybe let's say you'd lose these are arbitrary numbers let's say you'd lose 15 pounds of fat but you put on 18 pounds of muscle or 20 pounds of muscle or whatever it is. So if your goal was to lose weight, you'd look at that scale and think, oh my God, this is, this is stuffed. I'm putting on weight. No, your body composition has changed in a really, really healthy way. So it's really, really important to understand that. Having a, a body fat percentage change is a much healthier goal than having a, um, a weight loss goal. Yeah, Yanni's chiming in here and saying a better goal is body composition. So I really like your goal, Aiden, to get from 14.9% body fat down to 10%. You can definitely do that. Um, I can't remember how old you are, Aiden. Um, let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're in your 20s. Um, I'm 42, and I've had multiple DEXA scans now, all between the ages of I think I got my first DEXA scan when I was 34 or 35. And I've always been between about 8.8% body fat and 10.8 or something like that. I don't think I've ever had a DEXA scan above 11%, um, which shows me that I, you know, I, I sit around the 10% body fat percentage. And I'm 42. So um, I, you know, if you're in your 20s, man, 10% body fat is a, is a really achievable goal. It, it really is. Um, yeah, 23 years old, you're saying Aiden. So that is absolutely an achievable goal, man. And, and you can do that um, for sure. I mean, people, people in their 50s, um, you know, men can still get 10%. Um, I've seen that before. So, um, so how does this all work for you? What, what, what does it mean? Um, because your next, um, your next question, I think, was... Yeah, what kind of calorie deficit do you recommend? So for fat loss, what we recommend is a 500 calorie a day deficit. And you make that up by number one, half of it comes from a workout. 
and half of it comes from calorie restriction, meaning that your resting metabolic rate is 1,955 calories a day. So that would mean that you would eat 1,700 calories a day. So that's a 250 calorie deficit a day. But you would also do a workout that gives you about 250, burns about 250 calories. And that's what has been shown. And you also must work out in a way that prioritizes muscle building or muscle retention. Because if you don't do that, if you don't do resistance training in a way that in the very least is working to maintain muscle mass, then the weight loss that you experience will be 50% fat and 50% muscle. There's so much data that's showing that. And that's why people bounce back from weight loss all the time. Because when you lose fat and you lose muscle, your body goes into into crisis mode, into starvation mode, uh, and your metabolism um, gets affected very negatively. Um, and the research shows that you will bounce back 100% of the time, there's never been um, any successful cases or, or research studies. So large groups of people, there might be individuals that have lost fat and lost muscle, weight loss, um, and then not bounce back. Okay, so that's a really, really important thing to understand. So what does it all look like for you, Aiden? Well, first thing you have to do from this point here is you need to start tracking your calories and tracking your macronutrients that's a really really important thing to do you need to get one of those um apps and you need to be very meticulous about tracking every single thing that you eat so that you understand what it is that you're uh how many calories a day you're having and you're, and you're going to be surprised you're going to be very surprised most people are very surprised and to see that they're eating a lot more calories than what they thought they were doing then, of course, you need to be maximizing muscle protein synthesis. So you need to be really making sure that all of your meals are built around protein. Then you need to be exercising daily to try and get those 250 calories um, burnt. Um, and as long as you're doing the UMS program, you're going to be fine with that. Um, and then... Um, it, it's about uh, testing and retesting, you know. We would recommend... Um, for you that you would retest uh, a DEXA scan every 12 weeks um, to see how it's tracking. Um, if things track in the wrong direction, then for several months you can retest every four weeks. Um, but if things aren't tracking in the wrong direction, then retesting every 12 weeks should be fine. Um, and yeah, ma'am, let's see how this goes. Um, this is, again, I'm gonna say this um, for those of you that didn't tune in from the start, uh, I'm not a nutritionist uh, and I'm not a dietitian, but I am somebody who's learned from some very, very well educated and up to date with the current research people. And the information that we're providing here is is very sound information. Um, it's been, it, it, again, it's, uh, it's all objective based on current research and current literature. Um, and then it's something that we've put into practice, Yanni, Richard and I, with ourselves and our clients for um, a decade now. Uh, and, and it works, uh, it works really well. So um, yeah, look, any, any more questions, of course, Aiden, um, you know, drop them in uh, in the UMS online coaching group. Are you, have you got any more questions before I finish this up? Because I'm gonna wrap this up now, guys, um, if, if nobody has uh, any other questions. But this is, um, the reason why we've got this as number three on the health hierarchy of needs is because as we move up into the nutrition uh, point, we really are getting into, into an area that, that does need a lot of refinement for a lot of people. This is something that a lot of people really need work with. So um, 
you know, you don't need to feel overwhelmed with this stuff, even though for some of you it might feel overwhelming. It's about just getting started. And it's about becoming, you know, 1% better every day. You, you, you look at what it is that you can do now um, that you feel that you can maintain the change for and you consistently try to, you know, be better than you were yesterday. I'm going through this process all the time. I'm, um, I'm always trying to be a little bit better than I was yesterday and a little bit better than I was last month and a little bit better than I was last year when it comes to my diet and nutrition. Um, and it works, you know, it works. You eventually, you you know, you start to see these massive changes in your life from where you were a year ago or two years ago or five years ago or whatever. And um, and as, as you age, you know, I'm in better shape now than I was 10 years ago by a long shot. So that's a really, really cool thing. It's a, it's a good place to be and it's something that um, everyone can strive for. You know, we don't need to have these un, unrealistic and unachievable goals by looking at somebody else, by looking at some celebrity or some sports model or some, you know, Instagram, um, you know, fitness professional and, and, and strive for these goals that are, um, you know, based on what somebody else has achieved because that is often a really... Um, it's often a goal that is very, very hard to achieve, if not impossible, and it can leave people feeling really disheartened. Whereas having a goal to be better than you were yesterday, that you can absolutely achieve that. Every single person can do that. It's a specific goal, it's measurable, uh, it's achievable, it's realistic, and uh, it's executable. So, um, you know, it, it fits into that smart goal uh, category. Uh, and you can manipulate it daily. You can daily, you can achieve your goals by just making sure that you are a little bit better than you were yesterday. So yeah, I hope that helps guys. Um, Aiden's saying, thanks so much for these answered rad, answers, Rad, on this point. With the results I've seen, I'll trust you guys blindly. <laughs> no worries, bro. Maybe not blindly. We always encourage people to have a look uh, into, into some other things. But you know, if you want to learn a little bit more, um, anybody that's listening to this, um, go and check out, I'll, maybe I'll put it in the, um, in the comments here. Um, go and check out Tony Bataji's uh, website. Uh, have a little look at him. Um, do a little bit of research. He does some amazing blogs. He's a really, uh, I'm going to put it in here now. Uh, he's a good friend of ours uh, and he is, um, he's a wealth of knowledge. Somebody that we really, really trust. Um, uh, non-biased, um, non-biased objective uh, uh, advice. So uh, a really great place to, to go and have a look. Um, uh, if you need any more information on this stuff and if you want to dive down that rabbit hole and do a bit of your own research. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Again, let's give Yanni. Um, a, oh, Yanni's saying he's reached out to Tony. We're going to see if he can come on the show. Yeah, we really believe that we're going to be able to uh, to get him on the show because he's a good friend of ours and he's only a few suburbs away from here. So hopefully we can get him on the show and we can do a whole show on metabolism and calories and everything um, because that'd, that I think that'd be really cool and I think you guys would get a lot out of that. Um, guys, let's send Yanni, uh, Yanni some love. I want to, um, you know, uh, I, I want to also use this as an opportunity for you guys to, to think about, you know, how do you, how do you make, um, what do you do when the world gives you lemons? You know, Yanni, when I spoke to Yanni yesterday, he told me how he's sat there and, um, with his eyes closed, he's, he's listened to, uh, a presentation on on writing, on writing skills. It's something that Yanni and I are really trying to level up um, with so that the daily emails and the blogs that we send out are, um, are shorter and more powerful and more punchy. And um, 
you know, that's something that Yanni's been doing. He's uh, He can't open his eyes. He has to lay there with his eyes closed for most of the day. So he's using that time to, to level up um, his knowledge. So there's always something that you can do. And, uh, you know, I want you guys to use that as as some uh, some inspiration because, um, you know, Yanni's, uh, Yanni's sitting in on, this, on the bench at the moment. He's, um, he's, he's really upset that he couldn't be here in the gym, but he's using his time to, to really upskill and level up so that he can add value uh, to his life, to the lives around him, and to our business, and um, uh, it's amazing how much our business always goes through a big, a big level up um, from the work that Yanni does uh, at a time like this. I, I can't match that um, level of work ethic when I have time off like that. I often just use it as a little bit of a timeout. So yeah, um, make sure you give him a shout out and uh, and a big thanks. Um, Lee is saying, great talk again. Get well, Yanni. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I will see you this afternoon. Well, uh, 3 p.m. Sydney time for the Animal Flow workout today. And um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll see you all again tomorrow. Well, actually, I'll see everyone in the UMS online coaching group tomorrow um, where we'll go deeper into this. So Aiden and anyone else in the UMS online coaching group, if you've got any questions about this, um, we'll answer them tomorrow. Have a great day, everyone. See you soon health is about performance not just body image you better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there we'll start focusing on movement goals strength goals flexibility goals when you nail that skill it's there forever the body image goal doesn't get you that it's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there it's not the intensity there's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.